KMOX at your service. Welcome to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show, presented by Schleider Painting and Home Improvement Company. Schleider Painting, here's your host, Scott Mosby, on KMOX. And good Saturday, good grief, the rain, the wet, the snow, the ice, oh my, cats and dogs. I think I saw yesterday Noah, biblical Noah, uh, rowing by in a wooden boat with two cats and two dogs. Uh, I could have been mistaken, I wasn't sure, but, you know, it's, uh, my gosh, rain uh, this afternoon turning to snow uh my golly we better be ready and what about those basements and foundations under stress with four and five and plus inches of rainfall and the soil is just getting saturated going into the freezing temperatures which we are about to begin my name is scott mosby two hours today home improvement this is the helitech home improvement show we've got two full hours a special guest i've invited john courtney of Helitech to come in and visit with us this morning because of the enormous amount of rainfall. So we'll chat about some of the things you can check out around your home and make certain that uh, things are ship shape. If not, what you can do about it, that will be later on this hour. Uh, right now, I have 10 phone lines for you, questions and answers. The format is call in, offer your question, answer, best idea, experience, successes, failures, all those things because we serve every part of the construction community around residential construction. Uh, so if you are a do-it-yourselfer, bring it on. If you're a first-time homeowner, absolutely, this is your place, the forum where you can learn from the community of CAMOX, every place within the Midwest five-state area that we serve here at 50,000 watt CAMOX 1120 uh, on the radio dial. You can also take me with you as we go throughout the week, uh, radio.com, R-A-D-I-O, radio.com is an app you can load on your smartphone, uh, and you actually have an instant rewind, which zips back 20 seconds, or you can go back to past blogs, uh, listen to the show on a start and stop basis, so uh, you can, you know, listen however you want. Uh, go back quite a long way as well, radio.com on your smartphone, so that's where you can take me anywhere, anytime, any place, as well as Mike Miller and all the KMWX weekend and day, weekly basis uh, hosts. Uh, phone lines 314-436-7900. Come on, all of you know these numbers. 314-436-7900. Toll free 800-925-1120. 800 we have some things to deal with. Uh, with the rain, uh, talking about ice melt, preparing for the snow and the ice. We know it's coming. Uh, temperatures will drop tonight after a very wet uh, rainfall period here we've had for the uh, last part of, uh, of the week here. Uh, you can't really put out ice melt right now. If you have rain, and, you know, rain is part of the day, uh, it'll wash away the ice melt. So it's kind of a timing is everything sort of thing. So as soon as it stops raining and goes from rain to snow, um, that'll be 2, 3 o'clock, sometime mid-afternoon. For some of you in the outlying areas, it may already be approaching now. But when it, train, when it changes from rain that washes away any kind of ice melt or membrane, 
to a snowfall, semi-solid, semi-ice, that's the time you can drop that ice melt down. Uh, for those of you with, with asphalt driveways, pretty much any kind of uh, snow melt or ice melt will work because uh, the asphalt or the modified black top coating really doesn't get affected much by the various types of ice melt. However, if you have concrete, concrete pavers, uh, stone, masonry, any kind a brick patio, you're best not to use rock salt. Rock salt is sodium chloride. One of the accelerated admixtures we use in concrete to make it set up faster, to make the chemical reaction uh, go from uh, kind of a plastic state of concrete as you and I know it coming out of the truck or mixing it into a solid rock type concrete or, or cured form is chloride. So the reason that sodium chloride is bad is it comes in such a high concentration that that chloride in sodium chloride, NaCl, it actually accelerates the life of that concrete bringing the end quicker. So likewise, it brings it from plastic to solid rock, right, you know, faster uh, because of the chloride in it. Likewise, if you put chloride on that concrete cured, you know, 10 years, 20 years old, accelerating the uh, life and, and really causing that concrete to kind of fall apart. So scaling is part of rock salt. Um, anyway, we can talk about that. Phone lines 314-436-7900, toll free 800-925-1120. As we're inside over the coming days, perhaps it's time to uh, think about some of the other things that happen. Uh, what if we have an ice storm? Are you prepared to lose power? Because as you get ice hanging on the power lines above ground, you know, wires that carry the electricity to your house and mine, um, those can be down. They literally cannot uh, support the weight of the ice forming on those wires. Are you ready with enough uh, emergency supplies? Can you pretty much uh, take care of yourself for a day or two? Uh, is that the position you're in? So be aware of that. Uh, also, as we get into accessibility, one of the big measures and points of the uh, Helitech Home Improvement Show is preparing your home forever. All ability levels to come visit your home live uh, for aging in place, for mobility in all facets of our uh, world, whether it's out on the street or home. Realize coming from a porch inside your home, a step ice, snow, uh, the uh, postman, U.S. Postal Service delivers mail, hopefully near your home. Uh, it's important to keep them safe because they are an invited guest on your home. You are still responsible for having a safe place for them to uh, deliver the mail uh, and to do their, their job. Uh, phone lines, 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. A uh, little bit about me before we get back to the phones. Um, I own and operate Mosby Building Arts. Mosby Building Arts, uh, founded in 1947 by my father. Uh, and it's it's really a fun way to do construction because uh, if you recall all of the remodeling stories you've heard about not showing up, not uh, returning phone calls, all those stories about this industry are true. 
uh, likewise for us at, as well at Mosby. So our answer to that is, well, we'll just have the plumber on staff as part of the associate employee staff of Mosby Building Arts. Oh, okay, well, what about painters? Well, the same for painters, uh, all the carpenters, carpentry trim. Then you get to the front end of the project on architects, designers, uh, certified aging in place specialists, uh, certified uh, accessible experts, all those things. Well, golly, let's let's get those together because once we have a problem, we open up a wall and there is the structural column right in the middle of everything we thought was going to happen. We don't want to wait a week or two or three while the architect gets around to being us, you know, sixth on the list. We have all those services inside Mosby. So, uh, you know, all those things happen to us, but our response and our ability to overcome is so much quicker. Anyway, it's Mosby Building Arts. Mosby Building Arts, for those of you like me that can't remember all those letters, it's just callmosby.com, C-A-L-L-M-O-S-B-Y.com, callmosby.com. Scott Mosby Home Improvement, we are at your service here on the Helitech Home Improvement Show. Stay tuned for more. We've got answers for you around this weather, this snow, and this incredible rainfall we face right here on KMOX. Now back to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show, sponsored in part by Schleider Painting and Home Improvement Company on St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX. All right, Scott Mosby, Home Improvement, KMOX. We are live and lively. A good uh, session this morning with Mike Miller and the KMOX Garden Hotline. Always a favorite of mine in the Mosby household. Uh, I enjoy that. Well, let's fire up the phone lines, get 50,000 watts going, see what we can get started with my friend Art. Art, good morning. Welcome to KMOX, sir. How may I help? Yes, Scott. Uh, Around my windows, I have some trim boards. And where they come together, they're cut at 45-degree angles. Okay. Uh, I am not able to get any caulking to stay in that joint. I've caulked it multiple times. I've had a professional painter caulk it with industrial-grade caulk, and it just will not stay tight. Uh, I'm concerned that I'm going to get water behind there and do some damage. Any suggestions? Is this from the inside art or the outside? Outside. Outside, okay. Um, (laughs) If the caulk is failing, then the water is already getting behind the miter joint. Uh, Number one, miters on the outside of a home are very difficult to sustain um, unless you have a brick mold which is just automatically mitered um, they're, they're just hard to deal with because if uh, is it wood trim that you have art yes yeah see the wood gets long and short and long and short um, and if somebody has painted that with either silicone caulk at any time uh, or WD-40 or any kind of sil- a contaminant gets into that joint, there is nothing but Teflon to caulk to. So once a surface is um, flawed or contaminated, you won't get anything to stick to it. Um, now, the next thing you can do, and here's an old trick my father taught me, kind of a carpentry trick, um, when the joint is fairly tight without any caulk in it, uh, effectively, uh, you can also adjust the miters by putting a very narrow saw blade in there, uh, sometimes a hack saw, sometimes a back saw, B-A-C-K, which is a trim saw, and cut that miter. You literally are going to 
run a saw back and forth at that 45 degree angle art and you can literally cut the surface off of both sides of that miter at the same time while following the guide of the previous cut that may help open up the raw ends of the wood and then uh, if my advice to you would be primer it with a good oil base or solvent based primer and then caulk it after that but we're talking several days of warmer weather you know rather than now but it can start over that surface by removing the old surface uh it does widen and do not use a big 10 point saw or you know no big hand saws these are small uh, and if your joints already you know too wide now you know then you have to decide whether you want a wider one and such but it's i would propose to you the caulk is falling out either because it's contaminated or number two the wood is just moving too much that it just uh, grinds the caulk out anyway. Okay, and then when I do recaulk it, what type of caulk should I use? Um, latex. Latex. Uh, if do not use uh, silicone. Silicone on wood is the improper material. The only time we use silicone outside is when we're caulking metal to metal. Um, and metal to brick is also kind of a, a 50-50 proposition because brick gets wet from the backside and your silicone actually will pop off the brick, cause more problems. So once you're into a wood material, uh, keep it water-based, keep it latex, uh, and the only thing I, that's different than that is I like the primers that are solvent-based because they're more stable over the years and more resistant to penetrating stains. Perfect. Very good. Thank you so much. Okay. One other thing, Art, make sure you yep. caulk that trim to the siding, the brick, or whatever, because if you get water behind that trim um, and it starts trying to get out, your caulk actually prevents the moisture from coming and escaping coming from out. behind that window and that trim, and it will literally boil the paint off or knock the, the, the caulk off both as well because it's trying to dry out. Interesting. Very good. Yeah, think like water trying to get out of jail, and, and you can explain a lot of reasons for failures of a lot of things. Okay. Good to know. Thank you so much. All right, Art. Good luck, my friend. All right, Home Improvement, Scott Mosby, we are live in Lively Phone Lines, 314-436-7900-800-925-1120, getting started with sealing up the outdoors. Uh, Let's go to James and see what's happening with friend number two. Hey, James, Scott Mosby here. How can I help you on CAMOX? Uh, Yeah, I'm thinking of building a pole barn, and my question is, how do I want to do these posts? Do I want them in concrete, on concrete? Or just in the ground, I've got a lot of different opinions from experts, you know, but thought I'd check with you. Um, idea, for example, a pole barn, you're burying 6x6 um, six six treated posts, 8x8 eight eight treated posts, big timbers into the ground. Uh, they wind up being effectively kind of the footing or footer. But when you get a pole barn up and you put all the purlins across and the siding on it, effectively this pole barn, if you were to pull it out of the ground and set it right there on top, it should, from a rack strength basis, like a doghouse, just kind of sit there. So once you get this thing in the ground, the lateral loads um, from winds and you know stress from weather and such uh, really uh, is somewhat 
minor. I mean, it's a big deal the bigger the barn is because it's a big sailboat. I get that. But the point is, is you don't have to concrete this thing into the ground because, again, like caller number one, Art, I think that wood gets bigger and smaller and bigger and smaller. Well, so the ground does too, especially with this wet. The ground is saturated, and when our skin is properly moisturized and in water, it tends to get bigger. It swells up, and it's nice and plump and pliable and all kinds of good things. And when it dries out, it dries and cracks and shrinks. Well, so does the soil around those uh, pole barn uh, columns. So the best thing is a, a minus limestone mixture. Uh, and you can do concrete. The problem is, is the soil moves away from the concrete and the concrete doesn't change. Um, if you get a limestone, and when I call it fines, that's F-I-N-E-S, basically it's the sand, uh, like a one-eighth inch minus, which means no granule is larger than an eighth of an inch. It's basically sand. Uh, when you pack that down in the hole, and you typically put the pole in, and you prop it up with all the diagonal braces so it's plumb on all levels, on si all sides, uh, you just put this dusty uh, bag of stuff down in there. It can come in semi-loads. It can come in truck, dump trucks and bags, however you want it. But then once you get that in the ground, if you put moisture to it, that stuff sets up like a low-grade concrete because it really is kind of a low-grade calcium uh, material. Uh, and that's really what I see most pole barn contractors putting the stone, the uh, columns up. Some get pretty wild and they'll put a pad of concrete in on the bottom trying to flare out that thing to, to give it a little more of a footer for uh, yeah. support. But, you know, that's not, an, it's not really that common. Normally they'll just dig, you know, with, a, with an auger, a big 12-inch, 16-inch round hole and then fill it up with this limestone minus material. Does that make sense to okay. you? That makes perfect sense. All right. So there's, you, is there you understand why concrete's not... With, Go ahead. There's going to be less chance of this rotting with the lime. Well, or, uh, uh, now, uh, it, when you build this pole barn, there are two types of, tr of treated lumber. Uh, there's 20% or O2O and 40% O4O. The stuff that you typically buy for a wood deck is for above-ground installations only. So above-ground where it dries out and such, that's good. But treated lumber was made to be used for house foundations, for a low-budget house foundation. So there are two different kinds. Make sure you get those 6x6 or 8x8 posts uh, for for the 040 or the highly uh, impregnated treated lumber so it's suitable for below ground on that uh, and it it goes you know 40 plus years uh, so it, it's not oh, an issue okay. with that yeah but but make sure you ask that question uh, and if you go to a lumber yard where you know pros buy real lumber they'll understand exactly what you're talking about because that stuff stays really green it almost can't be painted because it, you know the leachate just keeps coming out the treated chemical inside there just keeps coming out because it literally is injected into the wood fibers yes sounds good and i also think an, uh, an overhang on these pole barns is going to help i notice a lot of them now are not filled with any kind of overhang so you got water coming right down in yeah. the ground you know yeah, I totally agree with you there. And I just, my logic on that is pretty 
basic here, uh, James, is if I wear a hat and it doesn't have a brim, um, my face is pretty miserable in a rainstorm. But if I have a nice one or two yeah. inch brim or my pole barn has a nice two foot overhang, when the ice slides off, it's not going to damage the siding. The water really isn't going to try and come down those uh, faces of those lap metal siding usually on the vertical rib side you know so there's just all kinds of reasons yes. why i like overhangs of any kind all right that sounds great okay, okay. Thank you, Scott. you bet james good luck the older i get the more overhang i have over my belt too have you ever noticed that that uh you, you know and they say well i'm in pretty good shape it's like yeah but my shape you know the bulk used to be up around my shoulders now it's down around my belt what happened there? Well, anyway, that's a different kind of overhang. But in a rainstorm, my shoes stay drier now than they used to one day ago. Uh, anyway, let's take a short pause and come back for more. We have phone lines open for you, 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. And uh, we're trying to get John Courtney here of Helitech. He took some time out of his busy day to come visit it with us here on KMOX. Uh, 314-436-7900. 800-925-1120. Scott Mosby, KMOX at your service. Now back to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show, sponsored in part by Schleider Painting and Home Improvement Company on St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX. All right, how about that rain? How about the snow? How about winter? Hey, it's January in the middle of the country. We do this every year. It shouldn't be a surprise. Uh, so anyway, perhaps a little trip to the grocery store, those sorts of things. You know, uh, just be prepared. I'm an old Boy Scout, so just be aware that being ready for what might come or what we know is coming, we just don't know which weekend, all those sorts of surprise things that come around every winter, every summer, and they come back. Uh, and just, you know, kind of jog your memory. Uh, we were at 100 degrees in the summer, um, close to 98% relative humidity. So, I mean, we've been really hot. These are the days that those of you that said, oh, I can't wait for winter. I'm done with it. Here we go. You were here, and there you go. Now, here's your sign, as we say. Uh, 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Let's see what's happening with my friend Jer. Hey, Jer, Scott Mosby here on CamWex. How can I help, sir? Well, top of the new year to you, Scott. Thank you, Jerry. And I, I want to thank you, uh, radio stations and all the advertisers that provide this outstanding uh, of you sharing your knowledge and experience. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Scott, here's here's a situation, and, and I would like for you, if you can, answer it as if you were going to do this to your home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to replace the windows. Uh, the windows are aluminum windows. Okay. Do I need to see any more than that? Uh, you're you're a little dated there and uh, pretty cold, I would imagine. Absolutely. Yeah. Whatever the weather is outside, that's what's inside the house. <laughs> other than other than insects and the snow or the rain or the yeah. sleet. So here's my here's my dilemma. Um, it's a brick house, mm-hmm. plaster walls, sure, marble sills. Oh yeah. So. Uh, I've I've talked to a number of different window companies, and I'm really having a difficult time trying to figure out what type of window to replace it with. And and the the most important thing is is that 
I want the windows to last at least uh, 20 to 25 years mm-hmm. before I have to replace them again. So my question to you is, if if you're going to do this, knowing the the, uh, uh, the scenario with the house, what type of window or what window would you use to replace it with? Well, budget counts, Jer. So again, the window that will outlast us all, and I'm going to exaggerate, and it's going to get pretty absurd this way, but uh, you can get a window out of the space shuttle, and it'll last a very long time. The problem is it'll cost you somewhere between 7 and $12 million a piece. So uh, there are best windows, but then you have to kind of factor in what is most at home in your neighborhood. Uh, uh, so if you've got a house that's brick and it had aluminum windows with plaster interior and marble, as my father would describe it, your house is built for stout, meaning that thing's going to be here probably after you and I, unless the layout design or some you know disaster uh, befalls it. Um, so in terms of windows, you've got, uh, first, again, aluminum was the highest technology available when your house was built. Uh, you're yeah. just a little behind the curve on the latest technology. Then we, you know, wood has always been classic. Uh, wood comes with maintenance issues, which with a brick house and plaster, you know, there are other options that don't require the coating, the painting and, and that. Um, so then there are clad windows. So you can buy wood clad windows. And with a wood clad window, it tends to be on the upper end of expense. Uh, but you also get a whole lot of options so you get a lot of bells and whistles with it you can design what the 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 window panes shades or muntins uh, even the shape of the wood on that window Um, then you come down uh, the price line from clad wood to a fiber composite which basically think of it as vinyl with uh, fiberglass and fibers in it so it's kind of a reinforced concrete window made out of resin Uh, that's a great material it doesn't move it doesn't expand and contract as much as vinyl down below in my mind the fiber composite uh, becomes a vinyl the issue is vinyl got a bad rap because they used really crummy vinyl years ago so vinyl can last as long as um, a uh, fiberglass glass window. The issue though is uh, and, and I pretty much go to, uh, you know, I buy and I, I'm a consumer uh, considering products 1 through 10. I buy as far up that food chain as my pocketbook will allow because when you're buying up the food chain, typically you're coming up with more research and development, more uh, um, quality in terms of that material, not moving as much expanding and contracting Uh, anyway so then you get to the vinyl windows Uh, then vinyl itself needed to be reinforced so uh, the manufacturers started putting uh, stainless steel metal or aluminum inside some of the sash rails so that they wouldn't bend or flex Um, so anyway I will tell you this I have very high quality vinyl windows in my home with custom color in that vinyl they are 
very attractive and until you get within 18 inches of that house you can't tell that they are a not a wood window and they require no paint um, but uh, so again uh, stay on the upper end of quality invest in the window and here's the number one what will make your window last longer than anything else is a trained and caring installer with the trade skills capable to make those multiple decisions at every turn so uh, you can take the best window in the world and ruin it for example if you get Molary and Curly installing that NASA space shuttle window in your house I promise you it will be nothing but trouble so uh, keep in mind that buying a good window requires a good installer and and frankly I'd rather have a good installer than a good window if I could only have one because they can actually make things happen that wouldn't normally or avoid some of the water intrusion flashing issues and around that window anybody not flashing that window in the opening meaning uh, pretty much providing a waterproof opening before the window goes in um, because water will come in your brick does get wet and it will get dry so water will get behind your window uh, which is why why wood windows are typically not installed in full masonry homes because the moisture gets behind it and that's why aluminum was such a cutting edge but at the time there was no there were no insulated glass uh, thermal pane at the time when the first aluminum windows came out in the 60s and 70s or even the 50s for that part I understand uh, so the, the next part of the question I have and I understand that insulation is extremely important I, I oh boy, how that real, uh, realization. So, what would you recommend uh, in regards to filling up the gap between the building and the window? Do you recommend uh, a foam, fiberglass, or some other type of material? Uh, well, again, top of the food chain, I prefer a minimal or no expanding foam. But that okay. takes a rocket scientist to put that stuff in around a window because you just can't spray foam in the opening. My first experience with my father and I installing windows with foam insulation around it was we blew the window basically apart because of the expanding foam. That's been 45, 50 years ago. But still, keep in mind having that experience and the product. I, I like foam best, uh, but man you really need to know what you're messing with and sometimes it's a combination of two or three different kinds of materials because of that uh, and keep in mind it's the flashing um, you, you know, sometimes your your foam and your insulation goes behind the flashing window gets installed on the flashing and then it gets re-insulated around that as well okay so the bottom line is obviously you need uh, a good installer uh, good flashing, but when it comes time to decision, a decision on a window, uh, there's so many options out there. Do you have one or two options that you rely on when you do, when your company does uh, in, installing windows on the, either new construction or replacement? Well, Jerry, you've got to find a partner in this. Uh, if you're tr if you're trying to be the top of the pile of making decisions about which window how it gets installed and all of that um, 
frankly, you're, you're, you're already paying for those services. So my advice to you is pick a partner who, who you trust that can talk the talk and walk the walk, uh, and, and then follow them and then hold them accountable to the performance that you're expecting, but be very, um, and that involves a lot of conversation up front because uh, the problems that we have with consumers, and I served with the Better Business Bureau, still active there for better part of the last 12 years, uh, is you're going to have those conversations with your contractor, either up front setting expectations of what's going to happen, or by not, by being surprised, and then having all those conversations afterward trying to figure out why it didn't happen so it's going to cost you one way or the other invest up front planning design and choices and they better be your choices uh, because if you don't really know what's going into your house um, and that's a, a and that's why we do contracts and paperwork because it explains pretty much everything except the, the installer's shoelace color you know because we want you to know and we want to be held to that. So a good promise makes for a good project. I I understand. The problem is there's so much conflicting information out there. It's really difficult trying to make a proper and a good decision. Well, that's that's exactly my point. You can't. You know, I, I mean, once when when I go to buy something, I'm I'm shopping for people. I don't really shop for product. I get close enough to the product of what I'm looking for. And then I'm looking for somebody who knows a lot. And frankly, when we're doing trade partners at Mosby, that's how we shop as well. We know a lot of stuff, but we're still generalists. We're looking for the wizard that will say, Scott, there's another way. And I'd really like you to think about this, you know, and, and they're protecting the quality of their project, their warranty and my project. So, that, you know, be careful there. Uh, uh, you might uh, go too far into the contractor's world and just drive them crazy. So make sure that you pick a partner. Uh, don't run the okay, job. Uh, yeah. I, I, I understand what you're saying. The problem is is still trying to pick uh, trying to pick the right window for the for the uh, uh, for oh, our needs and wants. Jerry, give us a call at Mosby. We'll be happy to walk you through this. I need to move on and talk to Linda here who's waiting for Scott, me here. So, thank you very much for your time. And, again, I really appreciate your program. Okay, Jerry. Thank you. Bye now. Home Improvement, Scott Mosby, KMOX. I have it on good authority that we've got John Courtney uh, circling the parking lot. We're going to see if we can go get him here. We'll take a short break and be back for more on University of KMOX. Now, back to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show, sponsored in part by Schleter Painting and Home Improvement Company on St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX. All right, back together here, Home Improvement, Scott Mosby. Uh, we've got John Courtney uh, being wired up right now. Uh, he's been outside taking a look at the weather and dealing with this rain, foundations. He's part of Helitech. So anyway, we'll uh, get him on here in just a minute here. Uh, uh, keep, in re- keep in mind now, uh, the rain will continue. We're going into snow, snow when it melts uh, newsflash it turns back into water only it very securely saturates the soil because it doesn't have any runoff snow goes right into the soil with me this morning john courtney of helitech john good morning my friend good morning scott how are you 
I'm fantastic. Better than that. How are you, my friend? You're out there dealing with cats and dogs falling out of the sky. Absolutely. We are extremely, extremely busy right now with uh, all the rain that's been coming into the area. So uh, it, it's a it's a blessing for Helitech, but we obviously have empathy for the homeowners that are dealing with uh, some of this tragedy. How do you deal with it, John? I mean, you've got so much rain. It, it, you know, from a business standpoint, how do you deal with that huge amount of, uh, of demand? And uh, then you've got every Tom, Dick, and Harry comes out of the, you know, bad guy cracks to come try and fix the found. How, how do you deal with uh, helping people pick uh, between, you know, the guy that talks a good talk and the guy that actually can fix it like you? Well, as you know, Scott, your home is your largest investment. And when you're doing that, you want to trust a company that when you're giving a lifetime warranty that's been in business more than five, six, ten years. Helitech's obviously track record almost five decades uh, has proven that we're in the game and we've been in the game a long time. And obviously it's not because we talk well, it's because our products actually work. We have a patented system called the Hydroway Drainage System that has been used worldwide for a variety of things, but we use it in thousands of residential basements. And matter of fact, Scott, on the way in today, I called uh, our office just to check in with customer service, see how things are going. We have had not one call or any of our drainage systems uh, going in. And that's just testimony to the product and, and how much water flow it will move through that product line. So when we're sending out our reps to diagnose the home, and even a homeowner, they can diagnose themselves. They need to walk around the perimeter, see if water's sitting, see if their gutters are clogged, see if their gutters are even draining the water away properly. Um, they, they need to be a little proactive and look at those things. And if they notice that and they don't know how to remedy that, call us at Helitech. We do free estimates. We can come in and take a look at how to get the water away from the home. And if the water is getting away from the home and you're still having hydrostatic pressure, kind of having that water push in the home, then then we can look at an internal approach solution if that's needed. But we want to make sure that we're diagnosing the home correctly, and that's where we really trust the training of our men and what we do at Helitech day in, day out by educating them on what the proper solution on a home is so a homeowner never has to go through this again. Oh, man. Sounds like you guys are pretty busy there, John. We are going crazy, Scott. You know, the Lord's blessed the company. It has uh, grown and grown and grown, and that's due to a a, a fantastic team that we have and a fantastic product line that we do have. And um, just to watch uh, the markets that we're in and the areas that we're able to help, you're right. With the volume of people that are calling in, we have we are usually geared to this time of year because we know, just from history dictates itself, like you said, we get heavy snow, snow melts, it gets in the ground, becomes water, and it's that heavy saturation, this expanse of clay that we have around here that just wreaks havoc on homes. And, and been with this organization almost 24 years, I, I have peace of mind knowing that what they do works. You know, by being the Better Business Bureau winner, Torch Award winner twice uh, in the greater St. Louis area, just speaks volumes that our our team and our products are standing up to the challenges that the weather gives us. Wow. Well, how are you uh, holding up there? I mean, uh, you family and all that, John, uh, you, you know, you keeping mama happy and all that while you're running around plugging uh, foundations? Yeah, you know, happy wife is a happy home, is that what they say. <laughs> you know, it, it was a blessing this year, Scott. I have a son that turned five, and uh, and he's our only son. So, you know, when you get older, Christmas just becomes, you know, uh, another thing. But to watch it through a child's eyes, and if the listeners have children out there, they, they, they understand what I'm talking about. The excitement, the squeals, the the jumping up and down. It, it was a very joyful 
uh, Christmas in our home this year. And then uh, just celebrating with family and friends that come in from out of town. It's, it's always a great time of year. Well, John, will you stick around with us on Hour 2? I've got a few more seconds here wrapping up. Uh, will you stick around? I'd love to. Right on. John Courtney, Helitech. Uh, we've got another 20 seconds here till top of the hour. News, weather, and sports on KMWX. So stay tuned. Many things happening afternoon of experts uh, coming up here on 1120 KMOX. Uh, keep in mind, we will have John Courtney with us talking about foundations, water, rains, maybe biblical rainfall here on University of KMOX.